Hello and welcome to the Thrive For You Besties podcast. I am your bestie, Carolina. And through these episodes, you will meet some of my besties who helped inspire me and uplift me in the moments where I needed it the most. And so hopefully we develop a community where we all help each other, share our stories, and you know, just have some fun, get litty, and feel our best, which is the most important thing. Let's get started. Nicole, you look so beautiful as always. Thank you. Thank you. I, Carolina, am so excited to be here. I was just writing how grateful I was for this opportunity because I'm so passionate about the subject we're talking about. It's so interesting because, um, and you'll, you'll see uh, everything that Nicole has experienced and everything she's learned and everything she's ready to teach you guys. But we know each other from years back when neither one of us was anywhere. <laughs> we were hot messes in our 20s. Right? <laughs> and I'm at the end of my 20s now, but um, I feel better than ever. Same, same girl. Like we've made it. Like I called my mom today and was like, look, ma, I made it. Look, ma, I made it. Isn't it from Post Malone? Oh yeah. You know, girl, I live in the, in the two (laughs) thousands. Yeah. Okay. So on this topic of self-care is something that we both have in common. Yeah. Something that we've tried trial and error, right? We've learned so much about. So (laughs) tell me, um, what does self-care mean to you? Yeah, absolutely. I think the journey all started like asking questions, right? Like when do I get to become that day, that person I've been daydreaming about or better yet, like, how do I even become that person? It started with like me being able to see this highest potential of myself that I really was striving for and really feeling that gap between where I was and where I wanted to be. Right. So I feel like self-love, a lot of people think like, oh, it's only for people who have depression or are really sad or going through something hard. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. I feel like self-love is the answer to any problem we have in our life. Like we're not making enough money. It's probably self-love. We don't feel creative. The common denominator is self-love, right? So how do we even become that person, right? It's going to be through practice. One of my favorite quotes that I've ever heard is the universe isn't testing you. It's just giving you the opportunity to practice becoming who you want to say or who you want to be. Right. Mm -hmm. I think my journey of self-love and your journey of self-love, right. Started with questioning, feeling like you should be further along than we are or something like that. Or, I mean, in my case, right, I went through something that I thought was traumatic. It was so challenging for me. And I was like, I felt, I felt it. I felt the heaviness of life, right? Do you remember, like, what was, um, just since you mentioned it, so, like, what, what was that like? Like, what was the first question that you remember asking? Because um, I know for me, it was a lot like, like, damn, is this it? Like, this is my life? (laughs) Honestly, that was the same question. That is exactly what I was going to say is like, this can't be what I've like lived my whole life for was like moments like this, like no way. This is not the end of my story. So how did you, so how did you find the answer? 
Yeah. So it, I mean, one word, and it's going to give you flashback to piano lessons, but it's practice, right? Self-love is a practice. It's a choice that we make. It's not something that somebody has or doesn't have. It's, it's always going to be a choice, like what you choose to wear. Like every day we get dressed and sometimes we get dressed and we wear yoga clothes. Sometimes we get dressed and we wear like a power suit. And sometimes it's like this fun surfer style, right? It doesn't matter. It's just a choice that we make. And self-love is the same thing. It's always a choice. So going back to if this is for you, if self-love is for you, right? Mm -hmm. Is a a lot of things that I see people where they get stuck thinking self-love isn't for them because they, they have it. It's like they have it in one area of their life, right? You have it in like, you're really good at making money. Maybe you feel successful there, but your relationships are challenging. So you really are struggling to feel your full potential and your value in just that one area. So you just automatically assume self-love isn't for you because you're successful here and not here, right? But again, the answer to any problem is always gonna come down to if you believe you're worthy to have that or not have that desire Mm -hmm. believe that you're worthy for more so often things you can look for if self if you need a little self-love is if you're feeling stuck drained or just kind of bored with your life I wrote down this quote from Price Pritchard and it says if you're experiencing no anxiety or discomfort the risk you're taking isn't worthy of you the only risks that aren't a little scary are the ones you've outgrown yeah you gotta stretch yourself sis stretch yourself yeah exactly how many times do we just get in this thing where we like look at our life and we've been there for five years and we're like how like I feel like I'm trying to grow but I'm like still asking the same questions still wanting the same things and it's been five years Mm -hmm. right so so that's a that's an indicator that you need a little self-love um also if you spent time around people who don't see the best in you. And I think that like, that's how our friendship started is we were both hanging out with people that made us feel mediocre in life. Mm-hmm. And by <laughs> hanging out, she means married, <laughs> at least for me. <laughs> I was married too. So yes. <laughs> and it was like the crappiest part was we believed them. Like we would sit there and we, I would be like, Carolina, am I like this? And you'd be like, I don't think so. Am I like this? Oh, right? like, like um us here communicating effectively yeah. but coming from a relationship where they call you a bad communicator exactly <laughs> wild yeah so if you've spent any time hanging around people that make you feel mediocre like they're better than you like that's probably a sign too that you need self-love because we as you've taught so many people Carolina even me Like we teach people how to treat ourselves. So if we are choosing friendships or relationships like that, like sis, you need self-love period. Right. Well, there's this quote that I heard a long time ago about, um, you know, like we accept the love that Mm -hmm. we think that we deserve. Right. I would hear it over and over, but I never really understood. Like, Mm -mm. I don't even know one moment it just clicked and it was like, damn, like, yes, I was accepting something. Why? Because at that time I thought that that's 
what I deserved, but then I learned to love myself and value myself. And I was like, you're not giving me what I deserve. I don't want this. Exactly. Gosh. And isn't that the most healing part? Like if you feel so broken, really grasping that truth, you're going to be a whole new human being. Okay. A few more indicators. I'll go through them really quick is you find yourself numbing out. So that can be through TV, your cell phone, right? But if you're just really disassociating from reality, from your current life, indicator that your body, your character that you're playing wants a new experience, Mm. right? And finally, if you're indecisive and you've stopped keeping promises to yourself. Wow. I love that one because I read a book a couple years ago that I felt like changed my life. It was like, um, girl, you show up for everybody else. You show up for your besties, right? You don't show up for yourself. And that can come in the most minimal examples. Like I told myself that I would work out today and I, whatever the day got busy and I'm just, mm, I'm just not going to do it, but I knew I really wanted to do it. And it was, well, if my friend had asked me to meet up with her for dinner and life got busy, I would have turned the whole day around just to make sure I showed up for dinner. Exactly. Exactly. So if any of those things are something that's prevent, like you feel, or you can relate to, Again, huge indicator that this is a journey you should be on. Now let's talk about like letting go of that past and getting out of your past, becoming that new character. I've been obsessed with Jim Carrey recently. I think him and I could be best friends. Like if he ever listens to this, like just know Jim Carrey, I called it way in advance. We're going to be best friends sometime in this life. Like We are on the same track. He's the coolest person ever. He said, depression is your body saying, I don't want to be this character anymore. I don't want to hold up this avatar that you've created in this world. It's too much for me. Absolutely life-changing. So if you're still listening, it's because you relate. You can understand any of these points that we've made. So why self-love? And first of all, let me say this. There's a million people out there talking about self-love. And I want to talk about how the way I think about self-love is a little bit different than everybody else. Have you ever heard people saying like, oh, I, I, I don't feel like I have enough faith or that's just not possible for me. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever thought that Carolina? Yeah, girl. Yes. I don't know where the hesitation comes from, right? It's not that maybe yeah. you don't believe you're enough. Maybe you don't believe that you're ready. Maybe you, you know, whatever those thoughts. Yeah. I love that you said that because it's, it's a thought, right? Mm-hmm. Any block that we have really comes down to faith. And when people say they don't have faith, that that's a lie because it takes just as much faith to believe you're not worthy of something as it does to believe you're worthy in it. You're just choosing to entertain the other side. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. So true. So when people say like, oh, I, I don't have enough faith in this, like, faith like what's happening in your life is neutral like Mm. a bill shows up it has no value until you assign it a value until you say uh I don't have enough money uh you know there's never enough for me but 
bills show up for millionaires all the time. And they say, thanks for this reminder universe, because I would forgot all about it. (laughs) (laughs) But let's put that into a perspective. Is this a, is this a green light for everyone to just go shopping? manifesting yeah absolutely not I think you still have to act out of like your highest good for like what's best for you but like again life around you has no meaning until you give it meaning like if somebody says to you you're not good enough or like makes you feel a certain way like even if they tell you like Carolina you look stupid today it has no value until you agree with it or you don't agree with it such an important thing to learn because I feel like if some of you guys have kids or like my niece for example right she had her first experience like with um you know just other girls being mean or whatever it's like no 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 whatever somebody says about you has zero value because you know who you are yes Yes. Amen. All the praise hands. I can't agree with you more. That That's exactly right. So that's how I, I got came to the conclusion that really every problem in our life comes down to self-love and faith because those are so aligned. If I knew that I was worthy of it and it was possible for me, I would have faith that it would work. Really, if something, if I feel blocked or feel like I'm not receiving something that I want in life, I look at all the lies that I've been telling myself that I'm not worthy enough. I'm not good enough. Did you ever have a moment where you like lying to myself about this, this, and this? Girl, every day it's, oh, I totally cleared that. And then bam, another layer. But wait, okay. So this is where people who are not, um, maybe have never been exposed to that side of self-care or Mm -hmm. self-love. I feel like self-care and self-love, they kind of go together. And because I love myself, I'm going to take care of myself. And taking care of myself doesn't always look like me giving myself only positive words because sometimes I do kind of have to call myself out. Like you said, like you had to notice that you were telling yourself that you couldn't. And that takes like actively choosing to see like the rawness of like, hey, I I made this mistake and then like choosing to be better or different, right? But you have to like acknowledge that you made a mistake in the first place. Yes. And no, I agree with you because I do think one of the, like, that's what I have is my first step to self-love is like, you have to be aware of the things that you're telling yourself. So the steps that I have for self-love or really becoming that new person and, and, um, shortening that gap between where we are now and where we want to be, regardless if it's getting married, having a baby, getting a promotion, It's all the same. Just picture yourself where you really want to be, like where you feel like you deserve to be and just like shortening that gap. The first step is going to be awareness that you desire more, like awareness that you deserve more and belief that it's possible for you and kind of like awareness of what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, The second step is you're going to create space. So you kind of go back to what you said. You have to be aware and you have to create that space. You have to let it go. You have to realize that it's a story, nothing more, nothing less. It's just a story you've um, 
subscribe to. There's this really great book. Um, it talks about the, it's the untethered soul and it talks about how we have energy and um, you have to acknowledge something and then let it flow through you because yeah. you don't let it go. Like you said, that shit is blocking you. Yeah. And I think like, just like how you want to be seen, like you want your friends to notice you, you want your family to notice who you are. I feel like our emotions and the things that we went through just want to be acknowledged and seen. And once they feel that way, they're happy to go on their way in the world. When I say create space, I feel too like we're containers, right? We only have so much space in us, so much energy. And if we want to expand, if we want to grow, we kind of have to let go of some of the things that are no longer serving us. So you can do that by like journaling, crying, taking a shower and just like getting it out. Screaming is a great way. Like, oh gosh, us as females, like we do not use our voice enough, really like crying or screaming and getting it out. Oh, the best feeling I've ever had. The third thing is you're going to want to fill that space that you just created with the new truth. Because if you just clear that stuff and do nothing, that stuff is slowly going to creep back in because that's what happens. If you dig a hole, like eventually water, anything will try to fill it. We want to be mindful, prayerful, and intentional with what we're trying to create. Prayerful, mindful, and intentional. Mm. Yeah. With what we're trying to create. So we're just going to want to fill that space with new truth. I do that Again, it's going to look different for everybody. And there's a million ways to do it. No right or wrong. But think about when you're trying to fill a space with something new, like going out with a best friend who hypes me up and tells me how great I am. A great way to fill it with new truth, affirmations, mantras, um, meditation, that kind of stuff. So it can come in any form or whatever, you know, it can come mm -hmm. from different sources. Yeah, exactly. So an example of being aware, creating space, and then filling the space with the new truth could be like, I am aware that I keep telling myself that I'm bad at making money, right? Or that money is hard to make. So I create space, I journal it out, I realize all the lies I've been telling myself that money is hard money, there's just not enough money. And I and I write those all down. And I kind of like release it. And you can do whatever you can like, rip it up, you can burn it. You can just release it by doing breath work, screaming, crying, right? But just again, noticing it, letting it go. And then when I fill that space with the new truth, I want to be abundant. So I'll say things like I'm abundant. I money is everywhere. The universe is so abundant. And then I look for evidence to support that new truth. Man, look at how many blades of grass there are. Like Look at how the birds don't worry about like stockpiling food because they know it's going to come. Or COVID 2020 uh, toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like Colorado just sent a tax refund back to everybody who paid Colorado state tax. And it was like $750. I just got a $750 check in the mail. No problem <laughs> because the world is so abundant. The next step is just to believe that. Okay. Mm -hmm. you're going to believe it. You're going to be like that. That's it. This is the truth. And nobody can change my mind. That's what I talk about all the time as that delusional confidence. Like nobody can convince me that that isn't the truth. 
that like I am solid yeah my container is full of positivity and just what did you call it again let's remember that delusional confidence. confidence yeah so it's like again if everything is a choice I'm choosing to be like nope I know that I'm abundant nope I know that I got this I got my back like worrying is the biggest waste of your imagination and then finally you just rinse and repeat you just keep kind of going through that process all over again wow like being in the now right looking for evidence to support and affirm your new ideas and then that that leap so everybody talks about manifesting and I think manifesting is overplayed a little bit. Like, what does it even mean anymore? Everybody's using it to affirm whatever they want. So I think that's kind of what I was getting at. It's like, well, okay, so am I going to be rich just by like spending this money on whatever it is? Like, do do I have to spend like crazy to attract money? No. Is that like such a like, I, I hate to like bring it down to that, but it's like, there's so much information out there. And I feel like the message is getting lost and it's like, you diluted, and it's like, well, what does it even mean anymore? What does it look like? I like to call manifesting now quantum leaping because I think manifesting has been diluted and it almost just feels like knowing what you want and dreaming about it. Right. But like, if you actually want to close that gap between where you are now and where you want to be, like you have to take, I call it a quantum leap. It requires action on your part. And that's going to come in being a new person. Like, here's how I think manifesting works for a lot of people and why it doesn't work for a lot of people. Right. So I think too many people are like, ooh, I'm manifesting a new car. And they pin it on Pinterest. They look at the picture a few times and then they go on doing the same thing, dressing the same way, driving to the same job and nothing really has changed in their life. Well, because you literally changed nothing. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it was in my dream. Yeah, exactly. So I think that you have to close that gap by taking a quantum leap. You have to do something different than you've ever done. And that's going to be playing this character who has it. So you have to, again, leave your past behind and embrace this new you. So if the new you has this amazing car, like how would you be driving in your car? Would you be like, embarrassed like when people roll up to you or would you be like looking with the windows down like yeah bitch look at my whip (laughs) flip my hair (laughs) yeah right you would do that and so if that's what your future self would do in your new ride like do that now in whatever car you're driving because reality will realign and reconfigure once you start already believing that you have those things Mm. I remember a tiny thing where I was like in my marriage I didn't have a lot of friends because I had isolated myself um thank you for sticking around (laughs) same girl same and uh and I really I remember specifically my 21st birthday I had hung out with my one childhood friend and I remember thinking like damn most 21 year olds like actually like do like multiple things with multiple friends and I didn't have friends and then I realized like well I wasn't acting like a friend yeah 
So I was also like not ever going to receive friendships. Like it was like, I wish I had friends. I wish I had friends. Oh, I want friends, but it never left that. And there was a million reasons why, but it's sure. just kind of like an example of how like yes. wanting something doesn't like make it happen. And doing does not have to be hard. I think that's one thing that people think it's almost stops them from continuing and doing anything different. Cause they're like, I'm already strapped for time. There's so many things pulling at me, just dressing different is like, you got to get dressed anyway, girl. Yeah. Like just choosing to dress different. Like if you're trying to manifest something like what would that new you wear? What would she eat for breakfast? Like just do those things. Like you have to eat breakfast. You have to get dressed do those anyway, but do it from that new character self. And that's how you're really going to feel different. I told my sister yesterday, I was like, look, nothing is different in my life. Like my reality is not much different than it was two years ago, but right now everything feels so different. So nothing's different, but everything's different. And I know it's just a matter of time before reality shifts to align with where I'm at. So if you're interested in learning more about self-love, the best way to find me is probably going to be through Carolina's show notes. So just click the links there. But I really wanted to bring value into the lives of the people who listen to this. I'm all about that. And I'm super passionate about the topic. As you can tell, I could literally talk episodes about self-love and the process that it takes to really achieve 100% of it. So I created some things for you guys to just help you on your experience. And it's just for listeners of Carolina's podcast because we're such good friends. She's amazing. And I know that anything she creates, it's because she cares. So I created one, a playlist. Oh my gosh. Yes. So that when we're driving, imagining ourselves in our new whip, (laughs) We can listen to the dreamiest playlist. It's really going to help us close that gap because it's going to be that affirmations of how great we are. Girl, when y'all driving in your new cars, you better give me a ride. (laughs) Yes. And the last thing is I have a program where I teach a little bit more about self-love. I dive deeper into the process of really letting go and embracing that new character. And I, I call it main character energy, right? If you are the main character of your movie and you always win, right? what kind yeah, of movie like it's life? your freaking movie you better it's be winning. <laughs> yeah it's your life so and like things of how to show up as a main character it's called self-love club it's a really really fun community place to be and I want to give it to any of your podcast listeners for a discount the discount is going to be thrive yes two for the year so we can just really end this year with a, the best year possible yeah we want to do all the quantum leaping loving yourself like all these things are going to just come so easy especially when you're surrounded by a group of people who yeah. are cheering you on the best book for quantum leaping if you're interested in that is called you squared it's so short. It's like, you can see it. It's like a little pamphlet. 
And it is the most transformational book. And it's really going to help you grasp these concepts a little bit deeper. If you're, if you're curious, you can get that on Amazon. So those are the three gifts I want to give your audience. Thank you so much. That is so sweet. I hope that you guys all follow Nicole. Also her aesthetic on Instagram is just to die for so cute. Always posting quotes and just, you know, I think that if you're going to do an Instagram sweep, follow positive accounts. Nicole's is definitely one. Um, you'll see her on her, uh, longboard. (laughs) Well, I think it's like, you know, I don't do any, anything half-assed anymore. And my Instagram shows that anything I'm doing, I'm a designer. I make sure everything is aesthetically pleasing. I think it's beautifully curated. It's fun. I would love, love for you guys to say hi. Hit up Nicole's page. You are a business coach. Yes, I do business coaching. That's honestly how a lot of the self-love came about is I started business coaching and realizing people were having a hard time reaching these business goals because there was some type of self-doubt that it was possible for them, holding them back. And that's really when I dove into it for myself and realized the years of trauma I needed to to release and all the areas. And my business has just grown and flourished Again, I quantum leapt when I learned to love myself like never before. Like you don't need to be another thing against you. Beautifully said. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is a question that I want to ask everybody who's a guest. Okay. Um, If you were to talk to three years ago, Nicole. Oh my gosh. Okay. What piece of advice and like, what would you be grateful to her for? Oh my gosh. That's, that's a beautiful question. And you did not give me warning on this. So I have not prepared. I love it. I love it. You know, honestly, I would say, and this is going to sound so cliche, but just believe in yourself. Like my three years ago, I felt so held back and like, again, so far away from where I wanted to be. And I look at where I am today. She would be so proud of me. She would be so, so proud of me. I wish I was showing this video because I'm like just big old smile every yeah, time are. I talk to you Nicole. Are. I'm like so proud of her. And I just know that we all have the ability to cheer ourselves on. And like I've watched her just like keep being positive and just like feeding mm-hmm. herself positivity. And you're so purposeful about everything that you do. Well, and like, again, I don't want anybody to look at my life and think like, oh, it's, she has it easy because I've been divorced twice. I like am so embarrassed by that. I felt so held back by that for, for so long. And I think that's really one of the things that I released in the last three years was like, nobody effing cares that you've been divorced twice, even though I let, I let it hold me back from so many opportunities because I was just. I didn't ever feel like I'd be good enough again. Mm. Girl, get out of your past and live in the now. And I think three years ago, Nicole is like so grateful for that, that lesson for sure. Thanks for cooperating and (laughs) answering that. I I mean, to blindside you, but I just think like, I loved it. That's a beautiful thing to give yourself credit for everything that you've accomplished there were things that I had to do. Like I functioned a certain way because I was just trying to make it through the day. 
that moment because I was really struggling or really whatever. So I think you have to give yourself a lot of grace. And so I think there is a level of calling yourself out. Calling yourself out, right, is like leaving space for you to be better. But you're right. That's such a such a sensitive term, especially when you know, we just don't know like who's listening and like what state of mind you're in. So just make sure that you do, like you said, show yourself grace. So calling yourself out in the way of like acknowledgement, yes. not putting yourself down for something that you did, even if it was something bad. So like, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Like I remember like in my past relationships, I behaved in unhealthy ways and I went to therapy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And um, she was explaining to me that something healthy can't survive in an unhealthy environment. So Mm -hmm. you have two options. You become unhealthy with it or you remove yourself from it. And I hadn't yet learned what that looked like removing yourself. I called myself out like for also being an enabler sometimes but I didn't put myself down for it. Right. I had to forgive myself. Yes. Yeah. So it's just like, again, don't let that define you. Like if you've made decisions in your past, you have to almost thank yourself. Like, Hey, I'm thank you for helping me survive and making those choices that got me where I am today. Like there was no other way that I could have handled that situation given the level of unhealthy things that were going on. And I did the best I could like this. And it, and again, it doesn't have to be like, oh, I need to start like, you know how like diets, like people are like, oh, I need to start on a Monday or after the holidays. Like we always kind of do that. The cool thing with quantum leaping is it literally can start in that moment. Like if you like catch yourself, like believing a negative thought, just automatically be like, wait, that's, that's not true. And then move on with your day with that new truth. So really just like be a, be conscious of like, just, I guess, would you give advice to just like practice, like acknowledging every thought and then you'll be able to like know what you're actually doing. We do. And we have even like subconscious thoughts, right? Like breathing is a very subconscious thing that happens. We don't think about it. It just happens. And we have thoughts that keep us from living our best lives that are very subconscious. They, it's just the way we thought it's always been done. So yes, being aware, but you'll be aware for what you're ready for. Mm -hmm. If you're feeling or thinking a certain way, it's probably because you're ready. If you're not even aware of it at all, like if you're not even aware that you smack your gum, it's, it's not time for you to change that. The things that are ready for you to change are going to be the ones that you're aware of. And I always say this to people, if you spot it, you got it. So if you see somebody who's like a really good organizer, it's probably because you see that in yourself. Like you have that potential. Like you would not even be aware of somebody's creativity or their organization skills if it's not something you possessed as well. Girl, yes. Okay, so I have a creative bone in my body. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I've worked with you and yes, you do. It's amazing. If you spot it, you got it. I love it. If you spot it, you got it. So when I see like a really hot girl and I'm like, God, I want that body. It's possible. I got it. (laughs) Yeah. It's because you see that because 
anything's possible if you believe it's possible. It become it becomes a part of the um what the your realm of uh, possibilities. Yes, absolutely. And again, that's kind of where that delusional confidence comes in is like, okay, I'm the furthest thing from organized, but I'm recognizing that I love this quality in other people. I'm going to jump in and figure it out. I love it. Okay, well, let's go get our new whips. And when you guys actually quantum leap and not manifest yourself into a new car, please tag me so I can like cheer you on, be your best friend, all of the good things. And that's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening. Tune in for the next one. See you soon, besties.